Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. So today, everybody, I am so excited. I have my very first guest on the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. So Sharla, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, 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 everyone. How are you doing? I'm so excited to have you here with me. I'm I'm doing I'm doing I'm blessed. I am so excited to be here. I'm excited for this opportunity. I'm just ready to show people how to do it. All right. So tell our listeners who you are. Well, my name is Charlotte White. I am a entrepreneur as well as an author. I am a wife for 14 years. I am a mother of six children. Five living, one is deceased. I have two bonus children. I have a grandson and that's who I am. Besides being with my family and everything, I'm working to -hmm. build my brand, whether it be my renovation business or my book and here to show people how to do it and how to make it. (laughs) So that's why I'm here in the Smith. Yeah, so Sharla, you sound like you have a lot going on over there, mama. <laughs> you are a mom, you are a wife, you got all those babies, even the grandbaby. <laughs> you got your businesses, not just business, businesses. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to congratulate you on all of those many different things that you are doing. And that is going to take us to our first question, mama. What does self-care mean to you? And what does it look like for Miss Busy Charlotte over there? <laughs> Man, self-care is important. It took me a long time to figure that out. When I was mm-hmm. running around here with, you know, not that I still don't have it, but depression and anxiety and running around like a hamster in a wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized that I never really had time for myself. It, actually really took my dad coming to me telling me when my mom died that you don't take time for yourself like Mm. you don't grieve so after i lost my mother i lost my son like a a year and a half apart from each other and i'm not the moping type of person you Mm -hmm. know i deal with my emotions in private so i don't i don't show it a lot so i just keep going yeah. I keep going. Like sometimes you would never know that I'm going through something because I'm constantly going. Unless you're physically talking to me and reaching out to me to see how I'm doing, you would never know what's going on. So I had to learn that I had to start taking my health. Yeah, I needed to stop taking my health for granted. I needed to stop taking life for granted, period. Mm-hmm. I, I learned to stop doing that because we're not promised. So self-care for me is taking care of my family, making sure that they are okay. How I do self-care is now um, I'm real conscious about my my lifestyle as far as eating, exercising, my social life, my personal life, you know, yeah, my personal life, business. Self-care is taking care of me and making sure that I'm okay. Not everybody else is okay, but that I'm okay. So when I get up at 4.35 o'clock in the morning, that is my self-care moment. If I don't have that self-care in the morning, oh, hell, it's going to break loose. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just is, you know, so, because my day 
it's out of alignment. Yeah. And when I find myself seeing that it's out of alignment, I have to go take a walk or I have to go sit in the bathroom and just pray silently so that I can get through whatever situation or circumstance that I am going through at that particular moment. So that is my self-care. Yes, I love that. You hit on several different good points I want to piggyback on. I love the fact that it was your dad who had to kind of sit you down and tell you what he was seeing. I feel like that's a big thing for anybody, any of our loved ones to, you know, sit us down and tell us that. But I really feel like for me, I love to see men do that because I feel like sometimes men don't realize <laughs> all that women are going through. The fact that he had a wife and sometimes men don't realize all those different things that their wives are going through. So the fact that he could see that in his daughter and kind of check you with love, like, come on, we got to get this together. I'm sure, you know, he just lost his wife. He doesn't want to lose his daughter. He wants the best for you. So I love that he did tell you what he was saying. And I'm sure you probably felt love from that. Like, okay, daddy's saying I got to get myself together. <laughs> Let me get myself together. I love that you mentioned that you're taking care of other people, but you have to make sure that you are good too. And a lot of times we do have to figure out what that looks like for us and how to do it. So there are many moms just like you who have to wake up early in the morning. That's actually something I'm working on right now because the, oh girl, I'm, I'm struggling with six o'clock. <laughs> But, you know, it's just taking those baby steps. So before I was just waking up at seven o'clock, which is when the kids wake up and that was not working. <laughs> like we're all getting up at the same exact time and it's just straight chaos in the morning. So now I've been working hard <laughs> to keep inching the back, inching the back. And those days when I do wake up earlier, even if it's just 15 minutes earlier, I see the difference. And I'm still trying to inch it back a little bit more so I can do a little bit more like do my prayer, my Bible studies in the morning before I even get my middle son up, the oldest he can get himself up, but <laughs> before they get up, period, because it just helps me set the day off. Like you said, it, it helps set the day off right. <laughs> when you don't, then like you said, it feels like all hell is breaking loose. <laughs> and that's not how we want to start our day. And even for our kids, like for me, I have to get my son together in the morning and we're battling it out, you know, when I don't already have that peace over me. Waking up and starting my day off with some form of peace, it really helps me to navigate the crankiness that he has and whatever else is going on in the morning. So I definitely feel you on that. And I love that you also had some things that you typically do to help de-stress, like when it feels like, you know, everything is just breaking loose, everything's falling apart. You mentioned, look, if I have to go into the bathroom by myself and pray, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Like, I love that. Sometimes moms aren't thinking about those little things we can do. I've heard somebody say, look, sometimes I'm talking to God in the shower. <laughs> you know, your kids will try to bother you at any time. But look, if you even had, if you're taking a quick shower and you had that time to just pray then, <laughs> do what you got to do, mama. So I love that you mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a must. And it's like the same thing with the kids. Honey, they get up fussing. and I'll be like, did you just like, uh -huh. like, did you not get enough sleep? Like, I don't want to hear that early in the morning after I done prayed and meditate. Because now I have to go realign myself because now right. you're, 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 you're taking me to a place I don't want to be. Exactly. So, yeah, I have, to, I have to wake them up in increments. Mm -hmm. Like my, my daughter, I know she likes to lay in the bed before she gets up. And I'm just like, um, can you wake up? Can you get up? 
my baby boy, he would literally come in the living room to get dressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and would just be like in a daydream. Like he'll have his clothes <laughs> and everything, but it's just like he's just moving in slow motion. And I'm just like, hello, sir. You only got an hour. And I think you probably go into you probably go into deep meditation or whatever you're doing for about 10 minutes before you decide, oh wait, I need to get dressed. <laughs> I don't know what these kids do, but like you said, one thing you, you learn your kids, so that helps you to manage them well. So like how you were saying one of your children like to lay in the bed, my middle son, who is the wild one, the one I be battling it out with in the morning. <laughs> That's one of the things now. I'm like, okay, not only do I need to wake up a little bit earlier, I need to start waking him up just a little bit earlier just so he can lay there and I'm not trying to rush him out the bed like, come on, let's go, let's go. And then we're fussing back and forth because he's not ready to get up. So that's something I've been working on too. Like, let me just let him kind of rest for a few minutes instead of, up, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. And like I said, it just turns into a war zone. <laughs> right, right. Yes. So Charlotte, I know you mentioned that you have been really focusing on your business right now. And I really wanted to highlight that today because I always talk about self-care is about nourishing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. But in general, self-care is about nourishing yourself in any way, you know, that makes you feel good, you know, brings you some peace, some joy in your life. And I know building a business or even having a career in general that feels nourishing to you, that's very important for moms or people in general. And, you know, I know some people are in careers or businesses that they're not happy with. So I feel like that's not even a form of self-care. <laughs> but when you are doing something that you love to do, you are excited about waking up to doing, to me, that's self-care. So let's talk a little bit more about your business. Tell our mamas out there what you do for business. Oh, my main business is renovations. My husband and I decided we decided that we were tired of living someone else's dream and wanted to live our own dream. And we both always had that entrepreneurship spirit, like mm-hmm. wanting to run our own business. But we started the business in 2019. I was in nursing, been in nursing all of my life since my oldest son, who is now 18, since he was a baby. He was the reason I even went into nursing back okay. in 2004. So he's 18 now and it's just like, okay, we, we got to do something different. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I wasn't being recognized at work for the skills mm-hmm. that I had, even for the degrees that I've had. And I got tired of getting turned down for leadership roles and stuff like that. And that last one was a wrap for me. I was like, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. So mm-hmm. of course, the pandemic seemed to bring out a lot in a in a lot of people. Oh yeah, um, started their own business. They have they have took that leap of faith, and I was one of them that took that leap of faith and jumped into the Grand Canyon. Didn't have no plan. Didn't have no structures. Didn't have nothing. Didn't have no financial, no money, no nothing. We was just like, hey, look. I prayed. I said, Lord, we gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I said, we either going to sink or swim. And I know I ain't going to sink if I'm if you following me. You got me. All right now. <laughs> so everybody's not meant to be a business owner. But mm-hmm. I am happy. I am free. And I am blessed. Mm-hmm. I love my freedom. I love being able to 
go and get my kids or wanting to do something with my kids and not have to punch in and out or ask mm-hmm. somebody, well, can I do this and can I do that? Or lie about why I'm being late for work or why I did not take off. No, I'm done with that. That part of my life has sailed. So the renovation business has has its it hurts, has its pros and cons. But what I love about it the most is one, I have my freedom. Two, I am still helping me. That has been me of my life. So for me to help someone, that is what I love to do. It's a total different career path. So my husband teaches me everything that I know. He, you know, I didn't go to school for none of this stuff. Yes, I decided mm-hmm. that as a woman, I was going to come into a male dominant field and take over. <laughs> and that's exactly what I plan on doing because we love to help people. But outside of the renovation is my book. And my book is a memoir and it it speaks about things that I have been through in my life. And I want people to understand that my book was wrote because I want people to understand that we all go through stuff in life. There's no purpose. There's no perfect life. You're Mm -hmm. going to go through things regardless if you want to or not, but how you handle it is depends on you. You have that power to to show which way to to show which way you want your life to go. You you don't have to be depressed and have anxiety and be ready to hang yourself because of something that happened to you almost 30, 35 years mm-hmm. ago. Why are you living your life like that? Stop. Get over it. You know, regardless to what it is. You know, I have to tell myself a lot, get over it. You're okay. You're fine. The one person that you need in your life and the one person you need to have your personal relationship with is God. As long as you have that personal relationship with God, you can defeat anything down here. He's already given us the power to do that. Yes. We don't want to accept the power that he has given us. So that is my other business. I made it into a business because I am going to help and deliver people from their past traumas, from their past abuses. This is what I'm going to, this is what I'm here to do is to help people get through, through these things. Even when I have bad times, you know, I'm not saying it's, it, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. It, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's very hard spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. But as long as I know I have that power to defeat anything that comes to me, I'm good. And that's what I want everybody to realize. And what's the name of that book, Charla? The book is called Love is My Weapon. Love is My Weapon. I love that. <laughs> love is my weapon. And who is love? God is love. I love yeah. that. And so I wanted to piggyback on both a businesses. So with the renovations, I love that, you know, you, you came from nursing. Like you said, that's a whole totally different career but you still feel fulfillment because you're still doing something that you love, which is helping people. You know, you're serving people in a different way and it's bringing you joy. I can totally relate to that. So, you know, I'm in the healthcare field as a physical therapist, but I haven't actually worked. Well, you might say I haven't worked since the pandemic hit. I worked a few times while I was pregnant in the middle of the pandemic. And then after I went back to work, I think twice and decided I just wanted to stay home a little bit longer with my little one and focus on my career as a speaker and a coach. So I haven't done physical therapy in over, yeah, you must say for two two years now. I'm actually doing my continued education right now. So pray for me getting through that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but honestly, it's like, I don't even know if I'm going back yet. <laughs> but I feel okay. If I do walk away from it completely, I'm doing something that I love right now. So I can relate to you with that. And then as far as your book, Mamas, I know you need this book, especially if you've dealt with any, I know you mentioned, you have dealt with anxiety and depression. That's something that I have to see a therapist for. And then just anybody, if you have been through any kind of traumas, like she mentioned, any kind of mental, emotional issues, anything that you are still trying to heal from, you know, get this book. And I'm going to make sure that we get the information for it. But this is why we need people like Sharla. This is why we need to connect with other moms because there are so many moms out here who are silent, kind of like Sharla said, she would just pushing through, you know, not really telling anybody what's going on with her. So it's like you're suffering in silence when you don't have to, you know, God didn't make us to just count on ourselves. We're supposed to go to him. He wants us to go to him. So give it all to God and allow him to help you, you know? So that brings us to the next question. You kind of talked about this a little bit. How has faith impacted different areas of your life, whether it's self-care, being a busy mom, a wife, all these businesses up and going. How has faith impacted these different areas of your life? Faith has impacted me because I have learned to protect my peace. Mm-hmm. Faith is remo- remo- renewing my mind daily and putting my trust in God. We have to renew our minds every day if not three to four times a day i remember when i was working in the nursing field there was a doctor and when i say he when he got his breaks he was in the hospital chapel Mm. so he was not he only did not renew his mind before he came to work but he also renewed his mind as he was working. Being a doctor is hard, but being in, but regardless to your career field, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So you have to constantly keep renewing your mind. I'm not going to say, yeah, daily, but you have to do it a couple of times during the day to make sure that you stay in alignment and on track what God has for you and what your purpose is. That's how I keep my faith. When the kids start start getting on my nerves and yeah, I start praying. I start praying. God had to deliver me. I can't say I'm fully delivered though, but he is delivering me from my past hood traumas and you know, some stuff that my mother or father did with me, I don't do with my children because I see how it affected me. Mm. So once we start learning and sitting down and and looking at ourselves in the mirror, then we can start changing and breaking curses with our own children so that their children don't have to go through what they went through or what their parents went through or their grandmothers, whoever went through. This is nothing. We're living a cursed generation. This generation has been going on and on and on and on. It just didn't start with us. It started from way, way back. 
and we are literally still break trying to break curses that our ancestors were trying to break when they were alive so we have to <clears throat> keep the faith we have to keep renewing our minds daily because if we don't we're going to keep continuing on this rat race that we're on it's going to keep going and it's not doing anything but getting worse that is so true. We are generational curse breakers starting now. You know, we want to break these curses so that our children don't have to do that. You know, I've been seeing a lot of people say that, you know, just look, it, it begins with us. That change can start with us once we're, we're doing the work and we're doing things like you're talking about right now, renewing your mind daily, talking to God daily, like you say, even throughout the day. These are the things that are going to make a difference for ourselves and our families. And that's why I like talking about self-care. Because to me, this is the, the soul care piece of self-care. We have to be sure as Christian women that we are nourishing our relationship with God. And everything else will flow from that. You're going to get direction. You're going to get clarity on what to do each and every day throughout the day in those different areas of your life. Yeah, you'll be amazed. He'll send the right people to you. Like, you have to also have that discernment because if you don't renew your mind, then your heart is nothing. If your mind is toxic, your heart is toxic. You're not going to be able to do what he has put you here to do because he can't work right. with it. Mm -hmm. So you have to constantly continue to heal your mind. Healing your mind is more the most important. Once you heal your mind, then your heart will start to renew itself as well. That muscle will start to build up and gaining the knowledge from your from your mind so that you can do what your purpose is. Yes. So what are some things you do? I guess like that mindset work that you had to do, whether it was for your business or your personal life. What are some different things that you had to do that help propel you forward? So I know you said you feel like you're still being delivered, but you're not where you were you're improving you're getting better you still have goals for better god still has goals for better for you so you're working through that so what are some things that you're doing for your mindset to help push you to overcoming those things that you need to overcome to going after those things you want to go after so my main thing right now has been to get mentors getting certain people in my life if, if i don't have that feeling in my heart that this is who needs to be in my life I can't, I can't do it. So I have a business coach. I have a health and wellness coach. I have a spiritual coach. So all these, all the areas of my life that I want to be aligned, I have a mentor in that area to help me because I found in myself that I need help. And the most important thing that I needed help with was my attitude. My mm. attitude was horrible. And my husband would even come to me and be like, uh, you need to do something with your attitude. Like sometimes <laughs> we just be walking around, not even realizing that, you know, our facial expressions are telling somebody <laughs> something or just from something that you say, like you really mean it in your heart, what you said, but you don't mean no harm by it. Right. And that was me, you know, but sometimes I would say something and after I say it, it was just like, why did you just say that? You didn't have to say that like that, you know, because it's just like, I want this up. I want this. People going to learn to put respect on my name. They're not going to see 
disrupting me and, and yeah. coming to me all sideways, you know. So this is the attitude that I have because I also come from a past trauma of I used to do some I would do anything for anyone. And I still will, but I'm more discerning about it now than I was back then. You know, so it's not like you just gonna come to me and just be like, Oh, I need this and I need that. Back then I just give it to you. Here you go. What what? You know, now I'm not like that. Now I'm more discerning and I ask I literally ask God for permission, can I? Mm. You know, and if I don't get this certain electrical spirit in my body that's telling me do it, I won't do it. So this is the type of discernment that I have, and this is the type of stuff that's helping me and getting the right people in my life to help me with the things that I can't help myself with, because you can't help yourself with everything. You're going to always go back to what you're used to doing if you do it by yourself. It's just like running a business. You can't run a business by yourself. There are things that you are, um, that you have weaknesses in, and there are things that you can do. You should hire the people that you can't do. Why put that much stress on yourself <laughs> if you know you can't do it? So what? You got to pay the money. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's here for. But you're planting a seed into your life. It's an investment. And as long as we continue to walk around here thinking we don't have to put an investment into our life, we're we going to keep being where we're at. So true. So I love you mentioned get a mentor and you named several different coaches. You have a business coach, a health and wellness coach. I thought you named another kind of coach. And I always tell business people, coach. you know, yes, <laughs> connect with those who had the expertise in whatever area that you're either struggling with or you don't even necessarily have to be struggling, but to, you know, support you, give you accountability, uh, point you in the right direction on what to do to propel yourself in all those different areas to reach your goals. I love that you mentioned discernment and connecting with God to get that direction on what to do. And then the last thing you said, it, it was still about connecting with other people in a different way. So a lot of times, when we're trying to build these businesses, <laughs> we're we're trying to do everything on our own. But you gotta find. We, look, we all have we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses. So sometimes you connect with those other people who can actually help you and take a load off of you. So like you said, sometimes those investments you invest in yourself, but you see you see it come back, whether it's monetary or for your own health and wellness. Some people get uh, virtual assistants or things of that nature. You might get somebody on Fiverr, somebody to do some graphics for you, whatever the case may be. And it takes a load off of you, something that you would spend all day doing, they can knock out in like 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's so helpful. So I do love that. Do you have any other tips you would like to give to our mamas out there? Anything else that you thought has been helpful for you while just working on those different areas of yourself, your health and wellness, your business, any of those other areas? I say sit down and do one of those lists on yourself. <laughs> what are your pros? <laughs> what are your cons? You know, mm. um, I also say one of my cons is financially. My husband <laughs> is way better with finances than I am. I used to be ashamed to say that, but I'm no longer ashamed to say that because it's not something that I was taught. You know, and I didn't get everything. I didn't get a silver spoon when I was growing up. So when I grew up and I knew how to make the money like I needed to, I'm going to get what I want. 
<laughs> there was no there was no if and about it. Forget a budget. Forget this that needs to be paid. You know, but it's like when I start having children, I still had that mindset. But I had something, my children kind of controlled it in a way because I had to keep a roof over my head. I had to keep the utilities on. I had to make sure that car note and the car insurance. I had more responsibilities. So, of course, that helped me, you know. But even still to this day, with two grown children, with three grown children, I, I still I still battle. And I'm not ashamed to say it because I'm getting better. Right. You know, yeah. it, was, it, it didn't happen overnight. So I'm not going to get it overnight. That's also what I meant to say. I have a credit coach as well. Because dealing with business and then dealing with personal, you can't put them together, you know? So my takeaway is build a personal relationship with God. That is the number one thing that everyone that is listening to this call or whoever you know, I don't care if they don't believe in God. You need to have a personal relationship with God because he's the only one that's going to get through this mess that's going on down here. My second takeaway is be happy at what you're doing. If you're not happy at what you're doing, you're not going to succeed. Stop sitting up here and complaining about everything that's going on in your life and start doing something about it. Start solving problems. Because all the business is is solving problems. Once you start solving problems, you'll figure it out. You'll figure out everything that you need to do and everything that you don't need to do. My third takeaway is make sure you implement your plans and your goals. Make sure you write them down. That was that was a mistake that I made. I would have everything in my head. <laughs> and it's just like people kept telling me, write it down, write it down, write it down. Do you think I wrote it down? No. I'm like, I got it in my head. What am I going to write it down for? So now, of course, I have about a... a probably a, a, a bookstore full of journal books around here where I have written on probably five pages of it and the rest of it is blank. So what have I been doing to improve in that? I've been, instead of going out to buy another book, mm-hmm. I have the book <laughs> and getting rid of what I don't need in that book and continue writing on in that book. You know, so the first, the, the, another thing is make sure you implement and make sure you write. You have to write it down in order for you to take action on it. Everything else will fall into place. I am a true witness. Like I said, my husband and I started our, started our business in March of 2020. That was the beginning of the pandemic. It is March 7th, 2023. My business has been open for four years. And right now where I'm at, you know how they say businesses don't last more than five years? You got me messed up because I'm in line right now. Yes. By that fifth, by, by the fifth year, we're going to be on it. it, it, it we're going to shoot up from there. That's what it means to have faith and renewing your mind every day and doing something that you are happy with and something that you love. If you don't love it, don't do it. Mm. Don't sit here and keep your keep protecting your peace and keeping negative people out your life. I can sit here and talk to you all day about everything that I have been doing. You, you would literally just be like, how did you? 
because I kept renewing my mind. And I, regardless, when I left God, he was always still there. Mm-hmm. He never left me. When I was going through homelessness in high school, when, when I lost my mother, when I lost my son, then I turned around and lost my children to the system for 18 months. Mm-hmm. He never left me. He came for me. He knew where I was at. I had to walk back into his life. He's the only reason I got through what I got through. A lot of people wouldn't wouldn't make it after being accused of child abuse and child neglect. And I'm in the medical field. The people didn't know. The only people that really knew what I was going through was my admin. That's it. Because I'm being investigated, they had to know. Mm-hmm. But I got through it. We got through it. My husband and I, we got through it. So th- that's what I want everyone to take away is please just, you can get through anything on this earth if you just have a personal relationship with God. I don't care if you walk into the church. I don't care if you're walking into the church and, and shouting and, and got tongues all over the place. I don't care. What I care about is your personal relationship with God. That's what I care most about for anybody that is listening. Because it's the only thing that is going to get you through this darkness down here. Nothing else. And we have the power. So take your power and use it the way he ordained you to use it. We are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. And as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, that's what I want everyone to know today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Charlotte. That is very, very powerful. Y'all got somebody else on here telling y'all you have to have a relationship with God. I love that you mentioned that. It's not even just about going to church, (laughs) speaking in tongues and doing all that. What is your relationship like with him? I love that. You have been through so much. And all the mamas out there, you will see Charlotte again on some of our self-care mommy chats that are coming up. So, you know, you will hear more about her different testimonies. Thank you for being vulnerable, Charlotte. You have shared so much with us. Some people... They're not in that place to talk about those things, but you are at that place. And there are a lot of mamas out here who need to hear your story. They need to hear these different parts of you from what you're doing for your health journey, what you're doing for your business, transitioning from a nurse to having your own business. You and your husband, I love the fact that y'all even have a business together. I really love that. You have a book that is talking about your testimony. You're now speaking to other women in public about your testimony. Moms out here, they need this. Women out here, they need to hear these stories and know that no matter what, if they don't believe in anything else, they need to believe in God and have a relationship with him and he will point them in the right direction. I love that you said, you know, you wasn't always with God, but he never left you. He was waiting for you. And when you came back, the healing began. So thank you so much for all of those takeaways. If you haven't learned anything from Charlotte, connect with God. Point blank period. That's the number one thing. If you don't remember anything else, 
connect with God, grow your relationship with God. And some other points I love that she mentioned was, you know, just connect with other people, period. He will point you in the right direction of those other people who you want, he wants you to connect with. It's going to be some people that you're going to need to let go <laughs> and some people that he wants you to actually connect with. So thank you, thank you so Get much, ready. Charla. You are so welcome. Yeah. So before we go, let our mamas know how they connect, how they can connect with you. If you have anything coming up that you want them to stay tuned for or share your book. And I will be sure to put the link to her book in the show notes or in the caption, depending on how you are viewing the podcast right now. Okay, so I have an event. It's called Life After the Abuse. It's on Saturday, March 18th from 9 to 12. Tickets are $25. The last day for purchase is on March 9th, and it will be at the Catering to You Banquet Center. It's 12775 New Halls Ferry Road if you are in the St. Louis area. You can also reach me. I'm just going to give my website which is www.charlawhite.com you can go to the page and and if you want to reach out to me just reach out to me give me an email you can find my book on there as well i also have an ebook on there called courageous mindsets and um that's about it <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so mamas we are going to go ahead and pray out Father God, I want to thank you for this beautiful day today. I want to thank you for connecting Charlotte and I, and I thank you for her time here on the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. I pray for the mamas who are listening today, Lord. I pray that they have received something that will help them in whatever area that they are struggling with, whatever they need support with, even if it's just something that give them a boost in motivation to go after their dreams. I pray that they will find different ways to nourish themselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially. I pray that they are nourishing themselves in the ways that you have been pointing them to, for to fulfill their purpose in life, to serve you and others in a way that pleases you, serve others in a way that even brings them nourishment, some peace, some joy in every area of their lives. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, mamas. Until next Be blessed. Bye. Bye bye. (laughs)